Welcome to another episode of Mad Girls in Marketing. This is your unscripted, unedited podcast about working in the marketing and advertising world. Your hosts and marketing professionals, Victoria Yassam and Nicole Hearn, give you the good, the bad, and the ugly truth about what they deal with on a daily basis. Welcome to Mad Girls in Marketing. I'm Victoria. And I'm Nicole. And today we're getting into the transition between being a salesperson and being a business owner. All right. You ready, Nicole? I'm so ready. Oh, is it my turn? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I don't even like know where I should start with this. We might need an hour. Um, Yeah. So when I, you know, when I was at WBAL TV as a sales rep, even before that, I mean, you know, I feel like, I feel like sales start really young, but we'll just start like when I was in the restaurant business, I always thought about like, what it would be like to be on your own? Cause I hung around business owners and I was just like, oh my God, they have boats and they have money and they're doing this and they're doing that. And I was always so grateful to like be associated and, you know, you are who you hang out with. I always like tell my kids that and people that I know, and I, I do believe that. And I was just like, man, I want to like do this. I want to be on my own. But it was really when I got into my account executive position, sales position at WBAL-TV when I was working with clients and I saw other ad agencies or freelancers or consultants. And I'm like looking at like Joe Schmo or, you know, Jimmy Jam and like, really? How's this guy like handling these big clients like I could do better than them but that it was always like well I'm gonna have this have this much money saved up and I'm young and I have a kid and I can't do it and you know all these like negative things that we put into our minds these paradigms that we like block to like you know move forward and accomplish any goals in our lives and I know everybody out there is listening does that Um, we do it on the daily Um, so we're gonna stop doing that because I really got my hand forced I was you know, and I, I don't want to say my, my hand was necessarily forced because as I grew and as I accomplished what I wanted as a rep at BAL, I, I kind of just like, you know, I, I hit my max. I had done everything I wanted there. I made the money I could make. I got capped out. I won the awards I could want, I could win. And I just kind of started to feel like, man, like it didn't feel, it did not feel fulfilling to me. Like I needed more. I wanted more. There was always this burning sensation in, in my soul, in my gut that was like, I need more. I want more. I want to make more. I want to, I want to have a title. I want to have a title. I, and I really did feel that way. And, and I, I probably don't feel that titles are as, as important now, but for me, I just wanted to feel more accomplished. So when I decided to leave WBAL and go become a partner in an ad agency, I really felt like that's where I was going to stay. Like being a partner was like a big accomplishment for me. I had plans. I brought in $7 million to this ad agency. Um, And unfortunately, that partner did not hold up his end of the contract. Um, I was completely blindsided by the things that had happened. But when one door closes, another door opens. And I know it sounds very cliche, but I really do believe in my heart that my hand was forced and I was put into this situation because I was truly meant to be on my own. I was truly meant to own my own business. And honestly, I'm just getting started. I'm four years into Magro marketing, full service, like traditional media ad agency. And I really feel like I'm just getting my feet wet. I feel like I kind of started backwards and now I'm just really starting to do all the things that I need to do to like really grow and scale my business. But um, 
it's scary. You know, I, I feel like there's so many dreamers out there. And, and as salespeople, if you're if you're a true salesperson, man or woman, it's in you. It's a burning sensation to want to grow. It's a burning sensation to want to make more money. It's a burning sensation to have desires and, and just, you know, some of us might want to be the rich of the richest. Some of us might just want to have a larger home. Some of us might want to have a, like a fancier car. I don't know. We all have our own dreams. But I think if you're a true salesman in any capacity, you want more. You just want to keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. And for me to go from like the sales girl to like own my own business, like, oh my God, what a sense of freedom. Like what a sense of accomplishment. But that was like four years ago. And like, even now I still don't feel fulfilled. Like I'm so, I'm so grateful. I really am. I'm so blessed. I get to control my days and spend time with my kids and go on vacations. I'm not restricted to two vacations a week. I don't have anybody micromanaging me, but I'll tell you this on a Monday, if I'm not feeling motivated, I'm beating the shit out of myself because I know that I should be putting time into my, my business. And that I feel like if you're a true salesperson, that's when you know you should own something of your own. That's when you know you should take the next step and it's scary and it's risky and it's fucking you don't know. There's no plan to it. There's no, you're waiting for this cookie cutter spreadsheet to be put in front of you to go, this is how it's all going to work out. But if you have that desire, if you have that passion, like, and I really truly do believe this. I read a shit ton of books. I like do affirmations. Like I am that life coach person. I'm that business coach person. We'll have another conversation about that another day because I was definitely the person who was like, ooh, life coach, ugh, business coach. Eh. I don't need any of that. I've like conquered the world. You don't even know the shit I've been through as a kid. But no, I'm telling you, if you, if it's a burning sensation in you, if it's a desire, then it's meant to be there and you need to dive deep into that and see what it's all about. So that that's my personal experience. And I, and I think too, with going from sales to business owner, being in sales, you have dictators, puppeteers over top of you and they teach you everything. If you're listening, if you're willing to listen, if you're willing to take all that information in and really look at your mentors and really let them guide you, then being a business owner is the next step. That is the next step for you. And you're not going to have all the answers. Everybody's like, well, I got to know what QuickBooks are. I need to do this. I didn't know shit. I didn't know what QuickBooks was. I didn't know anything. I didn't like, I'm like, oh, I need an accountant. What? I just knew what I knew. And that, that was, I knew how to place media. I knew how it worked. I knew how it worked for home improvement, how it worked for automotive, how it worked for roofing, how it worked for legal, how it worked for health. Other than that, I didn't know shit on the operational side and I'm still learning. But, you know, if you listen to our other podcasts, it's not about that. It's about who you are. And if there's, like I said, if you're a true salesperson, your next step, whether that's writing a book or starting a podcast or opening up a retail store, or opening up an advertising agency or a marketing agency, like that, that's my big spiel. I don't know if I give you any advice at all during this podcast, but that is my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I feel so motivated right now. Like, let's go cut the lawn. Yeah. <laughs> but it, do it does make a lot of sense, though. And I think, at least for me, because my story is, like, somewhat similar. I, um, I was a B2B sales rep for quite a while. And so you have this mentality of like, go sell, go sell, go sell, right? Because you have to hit these numbers that your bosses tell you you have to hit that might not be reasonable or whatever. But when you own your own business, 
you still have that go sell mentality, but then you have to execute. When you're in sales, most of the time you hand it off to operations Mm -hmm. and then they have to execute. And so finding the right clients is one of the biggest struggles for me. Like if you listen Mm -hmm. to the last podcast that we were talking about, we were talking about when you start, you just like, you just kind of take whatever you get. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, and it's, it's breaking that cycle and finding the ones that are actually going to be easiest to deal with and most enjoyable to deal with um, because you have to deal with them. You know what I mean? Like, and I know when you first start because Red Ball, Red Ball Consultants is my, my company and it's been around for about two years now. Um, Yeah. What psycho starts a fucking company during a pandemic? Like who does that? If you're a business owner. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like if you're a business owner, you're some level of Ted Bundy, right? Like there's something wrong with you. We're nuts. Nuts. But having that drive, you know, I saw an opportunity and I kind of ran with it. But one of the biggest things that I've been learning, and we'll get more into this too, like I think we have a topic about how to work with friends and, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. But it's a lot of a lot of the big difference that I've seen going from a salesperson to a business owner is figuring out the right clients and the the right clients to look for. Mm Because our last episode was about firing a client, right? So, like, how do we find the right ones and how do we keep them? Yeah, and with sales, too, like, typically when you're in a sales position, you you have higher ups to answer to, right? Like, you have quotas, you have have goals, and you're handling a lot. Like, I know as a sales rep, like, everything was a fire drill. Like, what was important yesterday wasn't important today. Like we had to sell, we were selling Ravens packages yesterday and then today we had to meet like a me TV D2 station um, budget before, you know, the 30th of June. Like there's, and some of you will understand language and some of you won't, it's okay. But when you're in a sales position, you know, you have so many different um, goals to meet because you probably have three or four tiers, if not more, Um, of items that you have to sell, you know, but when you're as a business owner, especially starting out, everything falls on you. You are the new business developer. You are the operational person. You are the social media strategist. You are, um, you are the IT person. You're the accountant. I mean, there's so much stuff that falls on you because you cannot possibly do it all at the beginning. You just, you, you can't, you can't afford to buy all the software and figure it all out. Like you just, you fall into wherever you fall into. But I think coming from sales to business owner, you have to be able to wear a lot of hats no matter what. You have to be able to multitask. You have to be able to look at that to-do list and go, this is what needs to be done today. And this is what can wait can wait till tomorrow. And I, I feel like that, fall, that carries over from, from being a salesperson to a business owner. And like Victoria said, you know, really figuring out the avatar. Like I've just really started to figure that out over the last year or two. Like who is my ideal client? Like really, where do I want to put my time and effort into? Like what's that sweet spot? Who is that client that I would love to work with that's that's going to fit the mold of my personality, that's going to bring in the money that I'm looking for, but also that I can actually help grow? And I think, you know, that just takes time as a business owner. You know what I mean? It, it takes development. It takes kind of trial and error. Um, because I'll tell you, when I went on my own, I swore that I was going to handle all automotive. Swore to it. Because as an account executive, I was heavy listed with automotive. So I knew all the automotive dealerships in this area. I swore one of them would hire me. Not one of those fuckers hired me. Not one. Not one of them. 
I knew their kids, their wives, not one of them. But if anybody out there has worked with automotive dealers, you know that if you have that business for a year, then you're lucky because they're firing your asses after a year. You're not keeping you any longer than a year. They fire you. They, they, they hire you, fire you within a year. So I think there's a lot of comparison from being a sales to a business owner, but I think as a business owner, you can still act as a sales rep. But and you'll have like your day to day things. But if you want to scale, there's a whole nother there's a whole nother layer layer to it. But I don't think you can be a business owner without being a true salesperson. I don't think that that's possible. You're right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, the I think some of the. Um, the hardest part about that transition though too is like you don't know what you don't know and so yeah well dude I didn't either I knew enough I knew I needed to get a contract I knew I needed QuickBooks didn't know how to use QuickBooks still don't know how to use QuickBooks I'm definitely not utilizing it the way I should be that's for sure yeah I feel like most of the population (laughs) exactly right so when do you get an accountant and these are all topics we'll probably be talking about like later on yeah LLCing, like, what kind of business do you need? And, you know, my accountant tells me the best way to take payments so I don't look like a scam to the government and <laughs> like all kinds of stuff like that. And so you don't know what you, what you don't know. And I think that's really hard. I mean, like Nicole said, she's still learning. I'm still learning. I, I think a lot of it comes down to, too, is having like the right people in your corner. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a big shock for me because I can sell anything to anyone. I have no problem going, talking to people, getting them to buy my shit. Like that's not the problem, but it's yeah. it's fulfilling the order when you're done. It's not like I said before, you can't just you can't just sell it. You have to you have to manage it operationally. And, you know, it takes a lot longer when you're your salesperson and you're running the business. Um, so I think I think it's a mix of stuff, but I think at the end of the day, as long as you have good people in your corner who are there to support you and to help you figure out the stuff that you don't know. Cause running your own business is such a different, such a different experience than working for someone. And I didn't realize until I did it, how different it was. Like you can, you can take a vacation and nobody will call you for a week when you're working for someone, but there's no such thing as a vacation. (laughs) There's no such thing as like time off. Like Someone asked me the other day because we just went through the 4th of July. They're like, oh, did you take the 4th off? And I just looked at them with like a blank stare like, the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, you don't get vacation. I'll tell you, though, like you learn how to manage things. You know, that's why you as you grow, you put certain people in place to help you. And also you got to manage your clients. If you're at your client's becking call and I learned this on. I'm sorry. I learned this very early on as a sales rep. If you are accessible to them every single minute of the day, they will work you every single minute of the day. So when I went on my own, I made it a point to say, nope, I'm in control of the time. I'm in control of how much time we spend on the phone. I'm in control of letting them know what my schedule's like. Now, obviously, you know, you have to be accessible. I was on my way down to the beach this weekend with my family early Sunday morning for 4th of July, I got a call from my client that his website was down. I'm like, holy shit, what am I going to do? I don't even know if I'm going to be able to get in touch with the IT people to get this website up and running. 
And thank God I was able to get in touch with them. They had it up and running in 30 minutes. But those are the things that happen. Like you can't just put your, you know, out of office email on. Um, but these are minuscule things. You know, you you can manage your clients and control those situations. But I feel like too that with sales, going from a salesperson to a business owner, you think like it's such a big leap, but it's really not. It's really not. It's are you willing to take the risk? Are you willing to go jump off that cliff and hit a few rocks on the way down and know that you're going to fail at certain points and then get back up again? Because there's many times where I have thought I'm throwing the motherfucking talent like I'm done. Like I don't even why am I doing this? I'm going to go work at Starbucks. Like I don't even care because I just get like I get discouraged, but you have to put those walls up. You have to put the blinders up and just keep telling yourself that you're a badass, whether you're a man or a woman, that you're in this position at this point in your life for a reason, that not everybody can do this, that you're the smartest person in the room when you walk into these plumbers, to these these law offices, to these health facilities, to these automotive guys. They don't know anything. They might know the numbers, but you're the person who knows your business just like they know their business. And that's on the sales side or the business owner side. I mean, really, I think all of our goals is to grow big enough that somebody's running our business for us one day. That's my goal. Is that your goal? Um, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like that's what we want to do. Like, and we want to be an inspiration to you, not just like with about tools and fun little stories, but like, we're hoping that there's people out there that are listening who are like, oh my God, I was feeling that way today. Or, oh my God, I just, maybe I should take that leap. Maybe I should start my business because listen, there are a thousand and fifty of me out there. There are a thousand and fifty plus Victoria's and her and I, we're, we fall into the same industry. I mean, we do, but we work together when we can work together. We work separately when we have to work separately. There's enough fish out there for all of us. And I tell you, if you stay in your own lane and you do things correctly, whether you're on the sales side or the business owner side, it's all going to work out. It's all going to be gravy, baby. <laughs> like so 1990. I know. I was actually just reading um, Chloe Pete the cat last night for bedtime. Well, I don't know what it was, but so my daughter turned three um, a couple months ago and Nicole got her a Pete the cat five minute storybook. And I've never read the word groovy so many times. And so at three years old, she's going to be start saying groovy. (laughs) Well, I think, I think that was a lot to unpack. And I think a lot of it was really good, solid information. And hopefully it helps somebody. Hopefully, like Nicole said, somebody's listening and they're just like, oh, I needed to hear that today because ladies and gentlemen, that's why we're here. And that's why we're mad. So that's all for us. Make sure you subscribe and rate and go on Facebook. Leave us some love. We would love to hear from you. And until next time, stay mad about marketing. Marketing.